Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Win like this makes me marvel at the engineering of tall buildings yeah that like it blows my mind that you know you get you have semi trucks flipping over but the buildings are fine and the wind blows the highest at the top you know the thing that that's what the coaches Ooh. always say right you know the wind yeah. blowing the highest when you're at the top so imagine being the first dude that was like yeah i'll live in a skyscraper i'll live up there the first guy yeah to prove that point. it's safe someone had to do it yeah yeah it's not gonna blow over i'll live up there it's not. We're not going to fall. It's like the guy you know, who, it's not, would, who was trying to scale the the hotel in, uh, in Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. Hit us up on uh, social at Outkick360. We'll use our uh, phone data instead of the internet to uh, respond. Chad, are you in the chat? I've got it. I've got internet uh, on my computer, no problem. Uh, here through the the venue, I am in the chat. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I'm in the chat right now. So, yeah, we'll keep the chat going. Chad is in the chat, and uh, we'll. We'll do our best here, hoping for no more power outages. Yeah, we zapped uh, Charles Howell III as well, uh, it seems. So we'll uh, have Dan Mullen on in hour number three. So Rashad Bateman woke up yesterday morning, and he got after it with general manager Eric DaCosta because DaCosta made comments about the wide receiving core in Baltimore. And they're both right to some regard here. But DaCosta was being interviewed at the Combine Wednesday, and when he was asked why the Ravens have had so much trouble evaluating wide receivers, he gave an honest answer. The quote was, if I had an answer, that would probably mean we would have some better receivers. And they went on to say, we were lacking the true number one guy, the elite talent. Well, I mean, they've, they had that in glimpses with Hollywood Brown. It's a run-first offense, or at least it has been, through what we've seen offensively. And Bateman took exception to that, tweeted out, like, this is, you know, take a look at who you've acquired or the lack of interest that you've had in wide receiver, tight and heavy offense. Um, it's more than just guys not panning out. The investment's not there. And then he says, how about you play your, your players to their strengths and stop pointing the finger at us and number eight, Lamar. Blame Blame it on, on you, and let's, let's move on. Well, he also took a shot at uh, the uh, strength and conditioning staff in Baltimore, and that's been going on uh, with multiple players pointing to the strength and conditioning staff. All things are not great behind the scenes there. there there just seems it's, to be it, the, this, the, this the, underlying the, issue uh, between the locker room and the front office. Yeah, and it's, it, to me, it all stems from the Lamar situation. It's very much what's gone on with that and the fact that the deal's not done, to me, Hutton, seems like that's caused this divide between everyone in that locker room is on Lamar Jackson's side, yep. and it's pitted them against management and ownership. And now you got Bateman taking shots, the whole strength conditioning staff yeah, thing Yeah, he said, he said the, the other thing is they need to keep us healthy. That's what Bateman said in the tweet, which has since been, been deleted. But Hollywood Brown retweeted it 
and took his back and then deleted that tweet too. So this, is, this has been going on underneath the surface for some time. I'm fascinated by it because Lamar Jackson is representing himself in his contract and all the players are pointing to like, hey, let's, let's take off and go. And they feel like they're being held back with, well, Greg Roman's not there anymore, but they're moving on to Todd Munkin. And the question is if they're going to get a long-term deal done with Lamar or not. It's also fascinating that if you had to pick one of the three or four best cultures yeah. and most identifiable cultures in the NFL, I'd say the Ravens would be up there. I mean, they have a, a clear identity you know, as, as a franchise, and that may not be so much the case right now with some of this bickering going well, back and forth. They will have that with Lamar Jackson, at quarterback. I don't know how they replicate that without him. You know, it is crazy. We were talking yesterday, bringing up with Armando Hutton. I think you said something like, well, that is his value with the Ravens. Yeah. Talking about how great it is. And I I agree with that. I think the challenge, though, there is that I I believe, like you, that his value for the Ravens is more than any other team right now based on how the Ravens are designed. But when you're paying someone and you're negotiating – you're paying them against what others will spend on that quarterback. Right. So I do think that may be part of the divide, right? He is worth that to the Ravens. Is he worth that for every team? Maybe not. And if that's the case, you're not competing against yourself, right? So you're saying, what's the market for Lamar Jackson everywhere else? He's worth more to us, but it's not just we're going to pay him exactly what he's worth to this offense. It's we're paying him against what he would get on the open market and what the market is for a quarterback of his skill. Yeah, but I mean, if you're a team that's going to trade for him and you're going to give up the haul that it's going to take to get him, you're going to have to pay him, you know, similar type money to what Deshaun Watson received. It may not have to be fully guaranteed, but the last offer that the Ravens reportedly gave him was, uh, you know, upwards of over 100. It was like an average of 50 million per year, which is great. I mean, that's what Rodgers got last year, but only 68% of the contract was fully guaranteed compared to the 100% that Watson's getting in Cleveland. So what, what do you, everyone's got a price. What does it take, guarantee-wise, to get Lamar Jackson to sign it? I don't know what that is, but there, there, there has to be another team that's willing to go to 75, 85, 90 on that percentage of guaranteed money. Otherwise, I don't know why we would rank him as high as we do in, among NFL quarterbacks. I, I think as far as value to an offense, there's maybe – Six guys, I'm just trying to rattle them off in my head that I would pick before Lamar Jackson when he's healthy. But that's the other issue. Well, and the rest of the league is watching because the rest of the league is mad about Deshaun Watson getting that guaranteed money, and now they're going to be even more mad if Lamar Jackson gets what he wants, which is guaranteed money. Yeah. And it's just going to be another domino to fall to where every top-level quarterback will soon have, when their contract's up, a guaranteed contract. And that, that this to me is really, did, did Deshaun Watson's deal with Cleveland, is that the precedent setter or is that the outlier? So what far happens, it's been the outlier. What happens with this deal will tell us. And then Burrow. Yes, but I really think this is it. I think if Lamar Jackson gets it, we know Burrow's going to get it yeah, at that point. He, he's Herbert, dug in. So that's the, that's the real big domino to fall that shows, this will show what Watson was. Precedent setter yep. or outlier. It's all about what happens to Lamar Jackson. Hit us up on social at Outkick360. Chad, Pistol Pete's record remains intact, at least for one more game. There could be one more game for Antoine Davis. 
uh, because they could end up in like the CBI or one of these tournaments for Detroit Mercy. They lost to Youngstown State last night, 71-66, in a back-and-forth game where Davis missed a three at the buzzer. They lost by four, but hit, tried the three at the buzzer to tie the record. Wow. And he needed four. He's four points away from owning the all-time scoring record in college basketball. And he could have one more game in one of these sub-tournaments if Detroit Mercy gets the invite. I would have to think that you got to invite that team. Yeah, if you're for the that CBI reason. Or, or one of those, absolutely. You're guaranteed to have the I record mean, what, happen. What better story are you going to have for this low-level well, postseason college basketball also, tournament that no one's paying attention to other than having the guy who could break the NCAA scoring record? And also in those tournaments, they – I mean, I, I, I've been to a – at least one of these sub-tournaments, not the NIT, but below. CBI, I think is what it's called, something. CBI was one. Um, There's a, another the one, The higher seed doesn't always host the game. So you could also have Detroit Mercy host the game yeah. and have him break the record on his home court. Or just make him a higher seed. <laughs> I mean, who cares? Right? Well, they, these tournaments they can do whatever record, they want. But yeah. you're right. Yeah, I mean, they, they, could, they could do it however they wanted. He injured his shoulder last night, too, with like eight minutes to go in the game. But he finished with 22. He was only 7 of 26. Shooting, feeling a little pressure. Hey, it know. wasn't for lack of effort. <laughs> he was, he was trying to get that right. I mean, he was, he oh, was, was really like a, getting some shots up to try to get there. It was a post game fight and everything as well with this game. 144 games over five seasons for Davis. Pistol Pete set the record in uh, sixty from sixty seven to seventy. Eighty three games over three seasons. It's incredible. I mean, 144 to 83. What I love about this also is it shines a light again on Pistol Pete, who is, you know, he's not the greatest at anything, but I would put Pistol Pete in a top three to five list of most mythical athletes in history. Bo Jackson's on that list. Yeah. Um, Pistol Pete is certainly on that list. Pistol Pete was of the future, he was so far ahead of his time. He was unlike and- anything else that anyone saw in basketball during his era. It, it's, it's remarkable when you go back and watch some of the highlights and read anything about Pistol Pete and his daily ball handling routine and different things he would do as a kid. It's, it's remarkable. Rob Anderson had a great tweet that puts things in perspective of his career. He scored 3,667 points in 83 games over three years. If you took the nation's top 83 single-game scoring performances in the last three years... From 2020 until now, you'd have a combined 3,465 total points to Pistol Pete's 3,667. That is remarkable in an era of the three-point shot. Well, and then which he didn't have. You just think about now. Think about Pistol Pete with a three-point line. <laughs> what those numbers look like because of some of the shots he was taking. And what what was he averaging a game like? 44. 44. I mean, we've had one game of 52 points this year. Um, over the last three years, excuse me, 44. We've had three performances of 44 points, top scoring games over the last three years. And he averaged. He averaged that. 44. So he was scoring in the 60s in certain games too. Remarkable. Uh, Hit us up on social. When we come back, we'll dive into more stories of the day, including $120,000 potato chip that someone wasted. And Lady Gaga's in the headlines because of a thief. Anytime Lady Gaga's in the headlines, we got to hit it. I yeah. mean, that's just that's a show rule, right? That's next on Outkick 360. Gaga!
So, Chad, you are, uh, you're not a dog hater, but you're not a dog lover, right? No, I, I, I see them as less than human. Okay. And I, I get ridiculed for that because people like to make dogs out as better than human or more than human. I just, I disagree. So in 2021, Lady Gaga had a, her dog walker, a guy named Ryan Fisher, approached by two armed men. He was actually shot uh, while he was walking the Bulldogs. Gaga's Bulldogs. Right. Um, I remember the story well. She offered a $500,000 reward in this. And there's a woman who, uh, she was, I think it was, uh, she, she was pled no contest to this because her boyfriend at the time was one of the two guys who came up. And it, yeah. And she claims that she didn't know, her name's Jennifer McBride. She's, uh, she claims that she didn't know that the dogs were, in fact, Lady Gaga's bulldogs. So now, after she pled no contest, she's now saying, hey, um, where's my reward money for turning the dogs into the <laughs> LAPD? Um, 500 grand. This is a, it's a fascinating argument you to can't make, make this if, up. Uh, if you're her, for sure. I, I don't know how this is going to work out well for her. This is like uh, those who sue because the coffee's hot when it spills on you. Yeah. You know? Well, even worse. You, you, know, you're, you ordered you're, the coffee. You were, you it were, will uh, be hot. You were around or part of the crime that was committed, and now you want the reward money also. Part of the crime and happen. also the crime solver is what she was trying to play. Yeah. But she initially said that she didn't know, and then she clearly knew, right? 500 would, grand, though. 500 grand for the return of the dogs. What do you think? I, I think that's too much. Look, it's Lady Gaga's money. She can do what she wants. She's yeah. got a lot more than 500 grand, but again... I'll say it. No dog's worth $500,000, okay? God well, gave if, us dominion over beasts. But if you have 500 grand laying around. And those beasts include dogs, okay? That's, uh, I, I, I had dogs as a child. I was very sad when the dogs died. Very, very sad. I, I get <laughs> oh, all I'm of sure that. I'm sure you were. But, I mean, What's you know, your dog's name? Uh, Goldie. Okay. I had a Goldie. I had Spud. We nice. had a Dalmatian named Spud. Um, Goldie was the one I remember the most. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I had Ben. We had a dog named Ben. I always love a, a good dog that's just got a normal human so, name to it. Uh, Heidi, Lady, and Bear. Bear was Bear's my Bear's a jam. great name for a dog. Yeah. He, you know, came old and, you know, we never saw him again on the farm. Well, Goldie saved my life as a child. Yeah. I've told oh, this story yeah, before, the story. but we lived on a busy highway, but the highway was a ways away from our houses. I lived next door to my grandmother growing up, and we lived on one property but the busy highway was a, way, a ways away. I was barely walking and in diapers and wandered off from a family reunion where they had people over my house and walked all the way to the street. And Goldie, when my parents found me, Goldie was grabbing me by the diapers. Pulling you back? With her mouth, pulling me out of the road. Pulling me back away from the road over and over again while I was trying to get in the road. That's a good dog. That's a good dog. Yeah. Uh, Maybe Goldie would have been worth that $500,000, but not Lady Gaga's dogs. There's a golden potato chip that a woman ate over uh, in England um, by mistake. Heart-shaped potato chip that could have brought a reward of like $120,000. It's like 100,000 um, pounds. So it equates to 120 grand. Is it a thing from the company? Yeah, they it's, put it's it in there and you find it. It's a contest where you're supposed to find the symmetrical heart-shaped potato chip. I mean, it. You can see it here. I mean, it yeah. looks like a heart, right? Uh, there are multiple of these, and the one that's most symmetrical wins the 
the cash prize. Well, this woman took the photo of the chip and then sent it to friends, not knowing that, you know, this was a, a contest, ate it, <laughs> and then got a text back saying, hey, don't eat that chip. You're, you have a chance to win some, some money. Amazing. Now, if you would have told me she knew about the possible reward money or the prize winnings for that and no. still ate the chip, that is the best advertisement for that chip ever. Yeah. That you could possibly have $100,000, but the chip is so good that you had to eat the heart-shaped chip. She said, this, I, this is a Super Bowl ad for that. I'm, I'm giving free ideas out here, free marketing ideas, but that's your Super Bowl ad. That it's so good, you can't have just, not only can you not have just one, but when you get to your eighth, you eat the heart-shaped chip that could be worth $100,000 to you. I mean, it looks like a Lay's, right? Yeah, it's probably a, some, sort of, Sometimes, some sort of Lay's they product. They call it a crisp, is what, they, is what she says. She said, I wasn't... It looks delicious. <laughs> I wasn't in, in, in the know until they messaged me back saying not to eat it due to the competition that I knew nothing about, and I'd already eaten the crisp. So, so what do you do? Did you think they paid her out? Oh, no, I don't think they did anything. <laughs> I mean, if you eat the chip, that's part of it, right? I mean, like, first off, who is going to take the time to Dude. look at every I, – I don't know about you. I don't study the chip oh, that I'm eating. No. I'm grabbing it and putting it in my mouth, usually watching something else. But, like, as a kid with the cereal boxes, you're going through looking for the prize? Yeah, if you, well, if you know there's an actual object in there that's not a piece of cereal, you're going to go and get the prize out of it. But if you told me one of my lucky charms is going to be shaped symmetrically like this, I'm not going to sit and look at every marshmallow in the lucky charms people do as that, I'm apparently. eating it as a kid. I, I, I guess people really uh, eat chips with their eyes more really than into I Willy Wonka, I guess. I mean, if you're dipping the chip, you want to look at it, make sure you got a good dip. But <laughs> if not, I'm not looking at every chip that goes to my mouth. I'm grabbing it, and it's a, it's a snack that you consume usually while watching something. So I would miss that heart-shaped chip is what I'm saying. Chad Bryce Young at the Combine says that it's not a big deal, his height at 5'10". Not a huge issue. It will be. This, this will be debated with the top five selections over the course of the next month and a half leading up to the draft. Kyler I, Murray the same way. I think he's the best quarterback in this group. But I, I understand why you would rather go with six, what, 6'2", six, 6'3", six, C.J. Stroud. Over 5'10", Bryce Young. And I think 5'10", may be generous. Yeah, we'll know soon. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll know exactly. It's probably going to be in the 5'9-something yeah. range and for it, him. And that's the anticipation, right? It's always going to be lower than whatever they've marked him at. It's the only knock on him. And, well, his weight. That's the other yeah, thing. Yeah, he is slight. Yes. Like, he is not, he is not a stocky. Yeah. Like, I even think about, you know, I think he's getting compared a lot to Drew Brees, let's say. Russell Wilson, who's, you know, a 5'11", 5'10", type quarterback. Russell Wilson is stocky and strong. That is not that is not him. There's some would say Russell Wilson's probably overweight this last season, but Bryce Young is a thin guy. Uh, Will Levis was asked why he's going to throw at the combine tomorrow, and he, he said because I got a cannon. <laughs> I didn't see uh, this on display. Uh, here's another uh, news. And, and I want to show it off. Here's another he note. Also, a GM just loved that. I mean, this guy's got a killer instinct. I mean, look at him talking about his cannon. Will Levis strikes me as the type of guy, if you say, you know, hey, kids, show me the arm, he flexes yeah. his right arm like in necessary roughness for the coach and doesn't know to throw it. He but said he's it, like, I've got a cannon. I've got, got to show off this howitzer yeah. that's off my right shoulder out here. And these GMs are just, oh, this is exactly he the said type of that, kid uh, that you want. 
he said his arm talent is what separates him from the other top quarterbacks in this class. Certainly not his decision-making. I mean, not decision-making and, and sometimes accuracy. No. With that. None of those things. Consistency. Maybe not accuracy. Consistency. But hey, if you need a quarterback to throw a football through a brick wall at any point, that's, this is your guy. <laughs> this is absolutely your guy. What about a quarterback to win a game? Yeah, or you know, not not throw a ton of interceptions. I kind of like that in my quarterback as well. But we're gonna hear all the you know. There's gonna be the the clips of you know balls that were bad in the air by his own receivers that were yeah, picked seven off. Seven of those, and, right? Kuipers made that known. I mean, have have added. I'm seeing so much love about Anthony Richardson also right now, and I'm thinking what we see with Anthony Richardson on the 87 yard run against LSU, or his performance in the second half of the Tennessee game. Or really over the course of that game. Or Utah. Yes, it's so inconsistent. It, it, physically and what you're going to see at the combine from a Richardson or a Levis, it just doesn't square itself with consistency of their college career for both those guys. Fair, Levis was more consistent than Richardson. Richardson had huge swings in and, his play. And we're not talking wins, losses, right? Mahomes was excellent, but was at a 500 program yeah. in college. Yeah. It's not all about wins and losses at the top, but the consistency in and out of, I mean, Kentucky offense was based on the run, and when we didn't see Rodriguez in the backfield, I didn't see Levis propel that offense didn't, forward. Didn't elevate anything. No. Never saw it. More headlines from the combine coming up, plus caffeine poisoning for a basketball player. Didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, and Louisiana Tech loses to Ole Miss despite scoring more runs. Snacks and now kick 360.